You better not blame me. Well, not blame me. The goddamn shit. I know, right? It's so Jamel. Jesus. Oh my God. God damn, Jamel. Be professional. I'm so through with y'all. Right? Wait. Is Roll this- time. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker shouldn't have counted us out. I told the calendar out like six, seven, eight times. I ain't gonna hold you, family. That fucking game was stressful as shit, man. It should. Like, y'all should have lost that shit. Yeah, yeah, you should have. Pull really? that shit out in the whip. The last three fucking seconds of the fourth quarter. That shit's Nick- crazy. Oof. I got more to say on the pod, but I just want to say, roll tide. Right, roll tide. He went on a rant during the week. He got y'all niggas in uh, check during the week. <laughs> So, you know, what's up? Life is good. There we go. Cute Avengers. Oh, shit, it wasn't. Nigga, you know what? Uh, Speaking of Avengers, I was just watching uh, Iron Man 3 today. Mm -hmm. Uh That's a Christmas movie. Yes, it is. I've only seen it the one time. It's crazy. It's like one of the ones I've seen the least amount of time. So It's not really a movie just is. It's kind of like how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Right, right, right. It's a movie at Christmas. It's, a, it's, it's, it's a movie at Christmas at time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? Oh. I, I mean, the year. best Christmas movie is is Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, a thousand percent. The one with Donald Trump, nigga. I mean, look, everything has its shortcomings. I mean, we all fall that's short. A, that's a huge shortcoming. I mean, it's just a cameo. I mean, didn't they like get rid of it? In um like on on like Disney or something like that. I, I have no I heard, idea. You know, say something about uh, they like were they cut they, that they, scene I, out or something like that. Let me, I mean, let me Google that. All he does is just point point to like uh where the front desk is or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all he does. Miss. Yeah, but but still, that's, that's, that's still enough. <laughs> but what about turtle doves? The meaning of friendship. Yep, they removed his scene. See. Uh, right. Macaulay Culkin also was just like, yeah, get that motherfucker out of here. <laughs> See? There we go. Also, Jingle yeah. All the Way is also a very underrated Christmas movie with uh, Sinbad. Not Jingle. Is that Jingle All the Way? That is Jingle All the Way, right? Wait, did they actually remove him or did they just talk about removing him? I mean, it's the same thing. Canceling somebody. Almost canceling somebody. All the same thing. Yeah, whatever. I walk around like that bitch. 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 Welcome to edit that out, where we always leave it in. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, is my two co-hosts. Start with you, uh, Juwan. How are you doing tonight? Roll time! <laughs> Roll time! Oh man, the Alabama haters had a struggle win this weekend. Look, we will. Oh wait, wait, wait! Before we get, before we get into it, because we got to talk about it. Okay, Jamel, the superstar of this podcast. How are you doing this evening? You hear that? <laughs> That's wine. Pull up. It's uh, the girl is tired. 
The girl is, is tired. I have listened to All I Want for Christmas is You no less than 50 times today. Is that Mariah Carey joint? Toddlers. I have two toddlers that discovered how to find it on YouTube. So now I have seen the video. I'm tired. I wouldn't mind seeing Mariah. I am about down this entire bottle of wine. Oh, no, a piece of cork melon. Oh, no. Anyway. Be all right. it's yeah, I'm about to say whatever. Season. <laughs> but yes, no, I'm doing all right. Tired, but I'm good. Uh, uh, did you experience, though, I know the answer to this, but how did you experience the Iron Bowl this weekend, Jamel? Uh, we watched it during dinner. We had pizza. Right on. Who were you cheering? <laughs> were you cheering for the haters or War Eagle? I have so many friends that went to Alabama. It would be rude if I cheered for anything else. Hey, Thera, but uh, hey, know. boo. I appreciate oh, that. Just don't, just don't let yeah. my my future uh, ex wife hear that. And you don't have to edit that out. Okay, you don't have to edit her name out either. But, okay, yeah. but, but I did not say hey, boo, to her wifey. I love you. Oh, good <laughs> lord. I'm just saying. I don't want any beefing between your friends, you know. I am a, oh, really? I, I do not cheat. I am a faithful black man. Mm-hmm. Juwan, back to your uh, victory. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fantastic. Alabama is the greatest football team, the greatest college football team on the planet, on the planet, man. Because, oh, like, man. we pull this shit out. We make miracles. I'll pull that out of your I will give that to you. Yes. Uh, yeah, N- nigga, do you realize that y'all had y'all shit pushed in for 58 <laughs> minutes of that game, nigga? F- 58 minutes. Those those white people in Auburn, Alabama were having the time of their lives. And then that last minute by those n- haters pulled it out. And once we got to overtime, we knew it was over. But I will say this. This weekend, when you the n- haters travel to Atlanta, Georgia... They will have their ass ran through by those Georgia Bulldogs a thousand percent. I like the the Bulldogs. I hate. First off, look, it would it would do me no more pleasure than to see Georgia absolutely lose. But they, after seeing Alabama's performance this weekend, excuse me, the haters, they are going to get destroyed by Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs. But I'll be cheering for the haters. Is it on Saturday? Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Uh, we'll report back next week. Juwan, I hope you're wearing black because it will be a funeral. <laughs> we I shall love speak. that we have like a little sports segment. Right, 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 right. right. I love it. Right, right on. So that was, that was sports in this weekend. What else happened? Thanksgiving. Jamel, do you have a question for the for the people or the pod? Happy Thanksgiving. I'll start with you, Devin. Nah, it was all right. But all let's right. get to the let's get to the real question. Juwan, how was your processed meal at Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> like your Popeye's turkey ass Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving was 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 great. I did all the, I did all the cooking. I you will did say, all the cooking, meaning you like picked it up, put it out of a box, like a Marie Callender's cooking. <laughs> I did. I just did not have the Popeyes turkey, but I will say this. Unfortunately, you were right in a sense. Um, 
I actually cook my I cook one of my turkeys. I cooked the turkey myself. I had a turkey. I smoked it. You know, seasoned it up really good. That turkey was gone. Everybody ate mm-hmm. that turkey. Mm-hmm. Nobody because like one cooked. Yeah. One piece of breast was gone off the Popeye's turkey. This shit is still that shit is still in the freeze in the freezer. I'm probably gonna make a turkey Popeye. But that y'all disrespected Popeye's like that? Goddamn. Mm-mm-mm. No. It would be no. you, you uppity Juwan niggas in Bama. Not Juwan disrespected Thanksgiving okay. by getting a Popeye turkey. I told Don't you it blame that on that perfect black woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard those turkeys are delicious, though, Jamel. I, I don't know. I haven't had one. I, I, no, I've heard they're pretty good. I'm, just, I'm, I'm being an asshole, but not really. So was so it at least good, bad. even though everybody preferred the smoked version? Was, it was it good. No, no, no. Per, no, 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 no. They didn't prefer the smoked version. They preferred the homemade version. Right, right the on. The non-processed right <laughs> No, it was good, but um, it just, I just got a little. Uh, I will say one thing from my Thanksgiving. I was tricked by a white Mexican woman to oh. try uh, a green bean casserole for the first time, and it went about how I thought it would. <laughs> That's yeah, all I'm going like, to say about that. Green bean casserole can be good if a black person makes it. Like my mom makes, my mom makes one, and it's 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 fine. Mm-mm. It's it's fine as opposed to disgusting. Oh, so okay, I feel like right. That's a that's a huge improvement. Right now, I think it was her Mexican side that made me like actually believe her because you know I have a a stance on white women right now about them being the devil. <laughs> but I but I believed it, and I was led astray, run amok, hoodwinked, I if mean, you will. If you but will. were you surprised? Not at all. It was terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, right, right. <laughs> oh, right. that's why you're thinking was just okay right 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 i'm is like there any like negro cooking like did your mom not, bring anything? not at all i have not seen my my mother yet they will be here later but okay uh yeah that there was no negroes anywhere around damn so, man, there I was apple wanna, pie want to mail you a plate. apple pie that yeah it was apple pie this is or, the whitest <laughs> i'm no okay or pumpkin if you're still and there neither if you're still there next year, I'm going to just mail you a plate. <laughs> a real plate. I am dead serious. I was like, that is oh, yeah, horrible. I'm not eating either one of those. So, no If thing. you're still living there, if you're still living out west, I'm going to just mail you a plate. <laughs> I have it, like freezer freeze wrapped or something. God like forbid. That. God forbid. L- listen. What type, of, what type of desserts did y'all have? Sweet potato, Sweet potato pie. pie. Nigga, we black. Right. They had never had one before. This is oh sad. This is, oh! this is this is turning sad. I didn't even mean to bring the podcast down. So uh, what are we All here right, for? Um, Secession. I, I watched the like... first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and these niggas are ungrateful, Jamel. My God. It gets worse. This nigga bought. This nigga picked a poor kid out of the crowd and said, "You want a billion dollars? Here, oh, Brokey, get the fuck out of the way." I was like, "Wow." Yeah. That's oh, the baseball joint? Yes. They flew helicopters to the baseball joint. Right. That is like, that. this is, I like to call it rich white trash. A thousand percent. Like, because this is how the one percent lives. But they I feel, still trash. I feel like this, uh, what's his name? 
the uh, the asshole that's with the Asian dude in the corporate America. He is especially Kendall. bad, but I, yeah, he's he's got a, a ass whooping coming from him. They're from all the bad. They are all bad. They are all like there. This is a show where you really don't root for anybody. You kind of want all of them to fail, but like some of them have like charming moments where you're just like, okay, well, I wanted you to fail the least this uh, episode, okay. but you're still a horrible person. Okay. So right that's on. just that way. Oh gosh. Do we have any other things that we need to talk about before we get to this episode? I have a, I have oh. a couple of things. Oh, I go wanna, ahead. Okay. I want to, um, one thing I did watch, which is, um, we already got our our next show listeners that we're going to cover after Insecure goes off. We're going to be covering um, the second season of um, Euphoria, which is also an oh, HBO Lord. show. Um, we might need to have a prayer. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. The, just, it premieres on January 9th on HBO and HBO Max. So we're going to be covering um, that within our Insecure, tri- in our insecure time slot. Um, I will put out a preview episode of that on later on. But I also wanted to give a special shout out to one of our listeners real quick. Um, I put out a um, a poll question on our um, Insecure episode, Surviving Okay, our last episode. And the question was, is Molly doing too much? And the, um, so it, we had 60% Yes, and forty percent no, zero percent. She's not doing too much. So Molly absolutely was doing too much last episode. We will take the temperature of each other and see how what she was, how she was acting this episode. Um, and I also want to give another special shout out. I asked a question on our um, on our um, on our Spotify feed, and I just basically asked, "How are you all doing today?" And a very nice listener, Candice. My girl. She said, Hey, boo. Fantastically well now that I've listened to this to this week's show. And we greatly appreciate it. That was very sweet of you to say. Thank you very much, Candace. Because you love her too, because she's brown skin and she wears braids. Oh my Candace, look, I love you. (laughs) I love you right after Farah and my uh uh soon to be ex wife to be. Yeah, no, Candace, Candace and I went to college together. Right on. So yeah, was her really dick burning good. as well? What? Wait, what? And when 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 the dude's dick was burning. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. no, okay. Listeners. <laughs> Jamal was like, my dick was never Candace, burning. I'm, I'm about to be like, wait a minute. Listeners, that's a story for another day. It was on the one of the uh, previous pods. Yeah, should I just explain it or? Juwan played it on what episode I, was that? I, I tagged it at the end of one of the episodes. I forgot which okay. one it was. Okay, all right. Well, then y'all go back and listen. Just know that nobody had any STIs or STDs. It was just a joke. More oh, STDs hey. later in the pod, Jesus though. Christ. Uh, also, uh, and not to bring the show down, but I'll feel remiss if I did not mention. Um, I want to just give a shout out and a, a rest in peace shout out to um, Virgil Ablau. Uh, creative creative director of Louis Vuitton and founder of Off White. Uh, he was a great fashion designer, a great DJ, a great all-around uh, great guy. His presence was, of course, felt throughout the many seasons of Insecure, where Issa and Molly, definitely Molly, would wear his fashions and have them on display. Um, good brother. He uh, he uh, had a, a, bout, a secret bout with cancer. And just want to 
you know, send up, send up prayers to his family. You know, it was a good, you know, a loss that was that really kind of hit me, you know, this hard over the weekend. But you know, but um, yeah. That, well, that, to that man. That, I'm sorry, I heard to hear that. So many people are suffering in silence where it comes from. Chad, uh, Chad Bose, what is it, Bozeman? Well, uh, Chad Chadrick Bozeman. None of our business. I say he was fighting, you know, within himself. But I right, right. Where we were like, well, I'm saying fans. You know what I mean? Does that make can't sense? outwardly give yeah. them their their flowers, so to speak. And so yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Just yeah. like Molly in this episode. So, so should we transition? Oh. Season yeah, five, episode six, Tired, Okay, written by Grace Edwards, directed by Natasha Rothwell. Uh, who is that name? Kelly. Right on. Pinty's Perguntas. What is it? Printy's Perguntas. Perguntas. Prin- right. Yeah. Printy's Printy's Perguntas. Yeah, there we go. Printy's Perguntas. Yeah. My Spanish is off. <laughs> Ask now- my 10th grade Spanish teacher that young lady i was about to say something else but i'm a changed man hated me mm. oh yikes right she got hit by a bus she was cross-eyed oh my god <laughs> <laughs> we could never tell who she was looking I at did not expect right 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 it was a lot okay so, so overall thoughts on the episode jamel i can't even lie i really like this one Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, one was mm-hmm. good. I had a great time with this episode. Jawan. Um, I can't say I felt the same. Um Oh, right on. I felt I okay, again, I felt the episode like last week's was just all right. Uh it uh still another bridging episode. Um it didn't things did not go down the way that I thought that they were going, but I do like that they threw me for a loop. I like where it's going, but I can't say that I was fully invested into the events of this particular episode. Wow. And that's, oh. and that's no offense to Natasha Rothwell. She did a great job directing the show, and I can definitely see her director. I can definitely see her humor on the screen. I just felt there were, again, I felt there were no stakes. That's the crazy. Okay, that's so. interesting. I, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, that was all right. And then, like, when I was telling you guys uh, earlier today, when I took notes, I'm like, damn, I didn't realize so much stuff happened this episode. So, like, on rewatches, it, I enjoyed it more than the first time I watched it. Because hmm. this, this, today, by far, of all the episodes I've taken notes for, took me over an hour and a half to take notes. And it never takes me that long. Wow. Right. It was crazy. That is a long time. Right, maybe, right. Maybe my opinion will change as we get to talking, but... um. I hope so. I'm gonna try because I loved this one. Oh, well, maybe not love, but I really liked this episode. This is this to me was a lot like episodes of old. Like it mm-hmm. had like the like the laugh out loud funny moments. It had the um, it had the sentimental moments and it had the uh moments where they threw shit that niggas can argue about. <laughs> Definitely. And that's generally what Insecure is about. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not here to, like, completely change your opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm here to learn about your opinion. And then... Um, really? You're not feeling really light-skinned today at all? I'm trying something new, nigga. Right on. Growth. <laughs> you know what that is? Growth. Right on. So we start uh, with Issa. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. So we start off with Issa from last week because we all had that question. What is about to happen? And oh, she says, wait, 
let's let's talk this out. And I was like, this is what I need in my <laughs> life. I need this. And she said, let's pretend that this is not awkward. And then Issa pretends to literally shoot her shot with the baby. Fuck them kids. What the hell is wrong with you? You told me. Oh, my God. <laughs> she yeeted that baby. Where is Joss? Oh, my God. No, you didn't see. You didn't see Elijah. I mean, he was. I don't know where. I don't know where no, that okay. poor child ended up. So what happened was like, OK, so, you know, she went over. She saw the baby. Oh, he's super cute. And uh, Condoleezza was just like, do you want to hold him? Which, oh, OK. She holds <laughs> the baby. And then she goes yeet into that like basket full of laundry. Like if you see, because when she like kicked the fuck out of Condola, like and Condola fell back into that basket, the baby was right by her head. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm literally yeah, the baby just, was just like, that. Yeah, the okay, baby was good. just looking like, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> awful. <laughs> and then when Lawrence was just like, Ethan, what the oh fuck? Oh my god, it was movie? the little baby head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I just yeah. rewound it. Oh my god. And she also did you want some Adebo? And Lawrence was like, no. Nope. <laughs> right. Nope. That was so funny. Like, oh my God, that was funny. I was kind of hurt they did this. Crying like that. at that part. Belly laughed at that part. That was a perfect opening. And then she well, just we, walked away laughing. Right. And so we go home and she is home just reminiscing, I guess, about the, the lost opportunity because she should be hurt not talking to Lawrence. And she does a little uh, IG stalking. And right. sees that my nigga is back in town, and it causes her to pause. Uh, Juwan thoughts? Yeah, I mean that was pretty. Yeah, you know, Issa is still after a after a little over a year at this point is still not over Lawrence, even though she's technically started a new relationship allegedly. But um, and it was funny because I how she found out because she was going through the IG pictures and it was basically Chad and um Derek commenting on um. Lawrence's Lawrence's photos and then one of the photos what is it say oh um on the photo where um he was holding the baby Chad said welcome back and that's how she knew that he was um back and the other photo of the food was really funny because Chad said I guess we don't like we just said fuck it to the food allergy to the uh, seafood allergy <laughs> I did he, not I, wow y'all niggas paid close attention I did not look at the captions whatsoever on those pictures mm-hmm. y'all out here <laughs> you know what I didn't wish I paid attention to though? This next scene. I for one did not take notes on it because I was disgusted because this was the worst sex scene I have ever seen. I agree with you. That shit was awful. I hope in your new marriage that that is not how you write dick now. <laughs> I pray. That that's not how you ride the deal. No, it was like it was like the room level bad. It was I don't bad. know what that means, but I'm assuming it's bad. It's this movie. Uh, it's one of the worst movies in the world. Um, but yeah, there. Nigga, yes. Yeah, there are like 15 sex scenes, and they're all really sure. bad. Personally, I had PTSD. You had oh. oh you had you had sex this bad? It wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, I would hope not, because first off, oh. it looked like I was like, is she gonna break his dick? 
Like, I, I was like, oh, my again, God. Again, PTSD. P- PTSD. You I had your dick broke? PTSD. I cannot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I just either. got that, Jamel. Ha ha. I'm immature. I'm immature. <laughs> that was funny. I will not be telling that story, but it was your dick it, swell up. It was it was it was not a good experience. Nick, that was like it did not look good at all. I'm like, I mean, I get she's look. Bad. She ain't got to pay the iron price to show her titties, but it, she's looked so much sexier throughout this season than than she did when actually having sex this episode. Yeah, that's so yeah. crazy. That shit broke yeah. my heart. And it made it even worse that she kept trying to get the nigga to say, I love oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Did that, that happen? I don't you remember. You love I this, right? Out. You love this. And he was just like, yes, I love this. I love this. I love the way you rather me. I love the... I, did he, I, though? I, did he? Oh, you was did he? <laughs> did he? Me, look, I am not for all, my, me doing any work during the sexual intercourse portion of the sex, but I would be okay with switching positions during that. What I look like, sweating, Jamel? Don't shake your head at me. What I look like? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I look like putting it work? So I, I already actually, did my, my work on the front Nathan, end. I think at, at one point, Nathan was just like, hey, I mean, do you want to switch positions? Yeah. I think she, didn't he say that? Yeah, he said, do you want to, oh, you yeah. want to switch? But see, here, yeah, here's yeah, my thing. Yeah, and, and I was like, yes, please, because I don't want to see this shit. It was awful. Here's my thing, because last, um, last episode, um, I, we were under the impression, uh, and a lot of the a lot of the audience was under the impression that Issa's "I love you" was um was a slip of the tongue, and she didn't really I agree. yeah she didn't really like mean it the way that it came out. It was more so colloquial a colloquial "I love you," as in "I love this is what I love about you." Oh, this is what but, I love. Yeah, yeah. This she was really fucking pressed. She meant that shit. No. Uh, Didn't I, I say that on the pod? I feel like I said that. You might have said that, but it was like she was really pressed to try to get this nigga to say I love you back. And you mm-hmm. and and you never say I love you during sex, especially when you in a new relationship because oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. I mean, you do. A thousand percent, I do. <laughs> but, Girl, I love you. Can we do this again? But it's yeah, it's, it's, it's not genuine. It's, it, it's, it's not genuine. You're trying to force it Instead of trying to and make then it she would have been worried about it, like, oh my god, did he only say that because he was fucking me? Like, nigga, just stop. Like, you try to force it. You can't force somebody to say I love you. I did tell like, the the story about me you're saying like that. I love you when that girl had her, her my dick. Oh my you got, god. Oh you my got god. to. Let's just edit that out, please. All right, on my bed. So any 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 more about this this horrible sex scene? <laughs> um. <laughs> It's not because I didn't take notes. She didn't get the "I love you" back. You and she was didn't. trying. And she was trying to. He was cuddling, talking about white people walking coyotes and shit. And she was trying to make him. Yes. Like, like, so you know how I blacked out so much because, like, so when at the end of the episode, the first watch, I'm like, "What the fuck are they talking about coyotes? That's that awkward." So when I'm taking notes, I'm mm. like, "Oh, that's how much I really did black out because I didn't even hear them talking mm. about it in bed. I was just mm. like, just get over. Please go to the next scene." So mm. speaking of, let's let's go to the shop. And Nathan's co-worker uh, was, which one was he from, which one was he from the uh, the beach party? The he, was the one that, he was the one Eric, that came late. Oh, he was the pizza nigga. Yeah, the one right, that came right. late was the pizza nigga. Right, right, late. right. Yeah, he is always late. 
and he has three customers waiting and this nigga's like hey man i need to hurry up because my girl gonna think i'm cheating and as a faithful black man i understand that and he had to get on so uh i'll start with you juan why wouldn't you just like Mm. oh what go ahead jamil yeah go ahead no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't know. No, I was just. Why wouldn't you just like video chat and be, like, hey, girl, I'm still at this damn barbershop. No, okay, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, my the two. First of all, the dude is 45 minutes. Like, I go to a small barbershop, you know, that's inside of a record store. So I don't, I don't haven't had been to one. You of those bougie big nigga. Yes, I haven't been to one of those big barbershops in in a, in a while. So, um, I was just like, first of all, why do you have these people waiting like 45 minutes for your ass. I can understand maybe five, 10 minutes late, but you really got three customers and you're 45 minutes late. And then as we're going to see later on, going to be mad, going to be mad because the shop didn't want to lose money. And these are, these are appointments. These aren't just walk-ins. Right. And exactly. Like, he's doing this because, because he has like celebrity class now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Arik is like, like yeah. Arik is like his Kevin, not Kevin Durant, um, James Harden um, goes yeah. comes mm-hmm. comes there. Arik, old bitch ass. We'll get to him in a little while. Right, right, right. So, uh, do y'all, so do y'all all agree then that he, Nathan did him a solid by giving that guy a haircut? Uh, I am gonna let y'all handle this. I just thought it was interesting <laughs> because Nathan. Man, like I will say that when Nathan, you know, took that dude's customer because the the customer was just like, bro, I need my haircut. I don't give a fuck. And Nathan was Nathan said, uh, what did he say? I'll take the heat. Um, he took the heat. Like my husband was just like, you don't do that. You do not heat on your barber, and you don't. And as a barber, you don't take other people's clients. So. I heard, and you know, obviously, I don't know because I go to the beauty shop and not the barber shop. I heard that's a cardinal sin. It, I, it, it I'll is. Let I'll let y'all discuss that. It is, and I feel like I feel like Nathan could have the compromise could have been him calling old dude and say, "Hey, your customer's about to walk out. You want to you want to you want to handle that and reschedule with them, or do you want me to take care of that and I hit you back later or something like that?" That would that would be, you know. That'll be like the compromise. Don't communicate in this show. Exactly, they don't. And but the thing about it is, like these people are obviously frustrated. It's not, and also this is not the first time that this dude has yeah. been late. So I can imagine this is not the first time that he stood customer that he stood customers up, and nobody ever had to talk to say anything. So I can see like how Nathan was like, man, fuck it. Well, I'm tired of lo- I'm tired of the shop losing money. We're trying to build up the profile of the shop, and he just let customers walk out because he got a little bit of clout. These rich, yeah, niggas, they, yeah. these rich niggas ain't gonna wait for haircuts. And Jawan yeah. knows. I know what. Yeah. Rich well, niggas rich ain't gonna wait. Shit. Don't. <laughs> don't come for me. Rich <laughs> don't don't do me. Jawan's like, don't do me. Don't do me. Jawan said, <laughs> mind your business. Right. You feel seen <laughs> right now, Jawan? I'm sorry. Popper. I'm sorry, sir. I am so sorry, sir. Juwan calls uh, you a peasant, Devin. Right, right. I don't. I, I, I get a cousin to cut my hair. Fuck that. That. Uh, but I actually did uh, once have a, another barber cut my hair, and it did not go well between those two. Well, you know, they mentioned that they did some shit like that uh, in Atlanta, the show Atlanta. Like, remember Maybe. when Big no, Boy watch was that. had? Yeah. 
What? Well, shit. Uh, also, I do have a question in my notes for Jawan. Uh, what's her name? What? Uh, Risha? Is it Risha? Yeah. Talking about he ain't never been with a ball headed bitch. Uh, have you, sir, ever been with a ball headed bitch? Um, I mean, I've been with girls that have worn weave. Bald headed what? Oh. I'm only I'm only saying bitch because that's what she said on the show. Not my words, hers. That is a quote. I'm a feminist. I, I think we can give them, we can give them that one. Right, 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 right. It was not me. I'm a changed man, Jamel. But I will say I have never been with a bald-headed bitch. You haven't? No. You haven't I haven't. been with a girl that will, you haven't been with a woman that wear weave like, you know, like, long A feet? thousand percent. But she Wait. I mean, I thought I thought she just meant like how do I say this? I'm trying to figure out how I can say this uh and get away with it. I'm thinking I can't. So I'm going to move forward. Never mind. I can't clean this up in any way. So. You edit that out? Will you not edit that out? We'll see. I didn't say I it. Know. I didn't say it. So I'm good. I just never been with a bald headed bitch before. But I have been with a woman that wore queef. Okay. I had a black queen once that I loved until she broke my heart. Never mind. Oh, no. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Or, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it. Fuck. Oh, God damn it. Jesus. Oh man, I did. I'm sorry. I had that turn. Okay. Oh, Can we move on? Um, where's my where are we headed? My notes. Um, are we editing that out? I'm, uh, oh, I'm not. <laughs> it was. We all look. Look, God is married to the, the backslider, and so are our listeners. I always I look. We all backslide every now and then. Okay. I, I, I had a moment of weakness. You know, we all fall short. It is Hanukkah. I got nothing. It is Shalom. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Right. I always wanted to be a black Jew, you know, and get Christmas and uh, Hanukkah. That sounds awesome. You want the whole thing it? of not being able to eat, like, what, meat and cheese at the same time? That threw me, though. Mm. You want a dreidel? Those things go very What's, well. Is that, the, is that a spinning top? Yes. yes. Right on. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm culture. Right, right. I don't think I have any Jew friends. Uh, Jewish. Just say Jewish, Jewish friends. Friend. Yeah, like a lawyer. Do we have a lawyer for the pod? It's gotta. That's gotta oh be the prerequisite that he has to be. Let's move on. <laughs> edit that out. We can't say that he, if he's Jewish or not. Please edit that out. I don't want to be up to midnight. Move on, please. <laughs> right, right, right on. So let's let's go to Issa is feeding Molly's family jerk chicken, fake mac and cheese, because Dr. CD says that that uh what milk cheese or white cheese is something milk a cheese, devil. Cow cheese is toxic. This hotel ass nigga. <laughs> right, right. Bye. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Thanksgiving, and uh she Ooh. has black thighs for uh Richie Loco. Emphasis on the dark beat. I'm like, damn, Issa, you on your Molly shit this oh, episode. That was for Curtis, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But according to Molly, as she checks in, this nigga got herpes. And I got a, I got a question for Jamel. Is that a deal breaker? If a nigga is, uh, what can we say, Jason Momoa fine? But he has herpes. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a deal breaker? That, uh, yeah. I mean. Condom, condoms exist. 
<laughs> oh, so you so you strap it up if for Jason Momoa? Yeah. So you but take, no, I probably what if it's not a flare up? What if it's not if a flare I up? If I knew, if I knew, I I, I might have to say that they know my brother. I don't know. But mm-hmm. dude, condoms exist. But would you want to use one with Jason Momoa? Has herpes. Yeah. All right, right. Right on. Jawan. I don't want the gift that keeps on giving. Right. Right right on. If, uh, what's a black queen that you love? I I got nothing. Rita. And them titties? If she has, if she has a flare up or a non flare up, is that a, is that a deal breaker for you? Um. I I mean, I haven't seen a condom in 17 years, so, um, um Jesus. Oh, well, that's and, how long y'all been together though. Yes. So I was about to say, is that does that cover his marriage or are we are we telling them ourselves? Well, you know, they probably dated before then, so you know. I'm not married and I haven't seen one either, so we out here one. <laughs> but Risha, you know, you can just touch it. You no. Know. <laughs> With her mouth? Because that could that could, you know. No, no, definitely not. No, so that's a deal breaker for you. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't, I'm a, it, I'm a, I don't want. I don't want shit that breaks. Over, I don't want shit that breaks out on my own on anything. No, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna take like, that risk. Jason Momoa or Jonathan Majors or Trevante Rose. Oh, she went God. full nigga because uh, <laughs> that Jonathan I mean, Majors nigga you know, has a full nigger nose, a thousand and I percent. I love it. Right, he wants that to get lost in your woman parts. I'm sure. That's like an extra I've finger. Had several fantasies that start that way. Right, with him getting his nose, getting his nigga nose getting lost in the. All right, let's move on. Ab- that's that's well, none of my business. Up in the game, baby. That is none of my business. Uh, all right, let's move on. Pour you another glass. Pour you another glass before I have to fucking edit you out. Jamel, <laughs> one more step away from. <laughs> Y'all, you okay? So you niggas can act up, but I can't. Cool. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just I'm just protecting my best friend. You know, I don't want him uh to you know think about other women or other men with his woman. I don't know. I got nothing. I was trying to. I don't know. All right. I'm just trying to be a good friend. A Shanti roll on the TV. A Shanti and her her sideburns. Mm. Got rid of them sideburns. She got rid of them. That was an. She looks amazing now. What are you talking about? I mean, she never didn't look amazing. I love those a little bit of sideburns. I've heard a girl with with hairy a hairy face has an amazing vagine. Let's move on. Facial hair, vagina. You know it's, it's got to be fire. Let's move on. Oh, okay, right on. <laughs> I Have you ever heard about that too, Juwan? Girls with 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 hairy forearms got go good. I'm gonna reading the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. yes. One, two, one, two. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Issa has a meeting with a guru for an all-black art walk featuring Tony the Screamer, who is that kind of quiet. I, I love when you read my notes, too. Because <laughs> then the joke's like, I'm like, damn, that don't even sound funny now, but I thought it was funny when I wrote it at the time. So funny. I mean, like, oh, but he uh, he was like, she was like, speak up, nigga. That shit just had me rolling. Oh, man, God, that was funny. 
Um, Devin, no, did you recognize? Me. Did you recognize the light skin, the, the light skin nigga with the pretty hair? I was. I thought he was Asian. That was a nigga. Yes. You didn't recognize I thought him? one of Peter Cousins. No, who was that? It's Coogie. Oh, the nigga that got yes. in the very first episode. Spoiler alert for the shy listeners, but that's Coogie from the uh, Shy on um, Showtime. I mean, it's the first episode. I mean. <laughs> oh right, right on. Jamel, are you gonna watch the shy? You're not. Let's go on. No. Uh so right. I did watch a bit of it, but I like I saw one episode where like like yeah. and then I was like, I don't need to watch Oh yeah, show. I forgot about uh, that. I think that was like season two, that, the opening of season two. Because I watched like yeah, I watched like almost all of season one and then season two when i saw that i was like okay no this show is not for me i can't i can't have i can't do that's not in my spirit yeah they 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 pushed her dick in like uh jesus yeah i can't i can't i can't do that Mm -mm. i have a line i I watched all of that like back to back so i have no idea what season one two or three it's it's four now Right, yeah. So I watched it all back to back, so I don't remember what was what. But yeah, that was crazy. My husband watches it. Well, he's of also from Chicago. Right, so, right. Yeah. We know Southside. Yep, he is from there. I know. He's my best friend. What the hell? <laughs> what am I? Yeah, an out. <laughs> what am I? An Jamal said it. Mm-mm. Right on. Uh, so uh, we get the blow. The blow. CC. His name's in the mud in these streets because uh, Ralph Angel uh. is a piece of shit. Uh, Jamel, what did he say about Issa? Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Issa's out here being a sellout. She won't listen to your dreams and she won't have any integrity and she won't even... Charlie! She won't even... She won't even look after my child when I go rob a liquor store. And she won't even give my baby churros blue. Blue. She won't even look after blue. Charlie. Charlie. Issa. Thank, thank Issa you for. <laughs> Thank you for our weekly Ralph Angel update. Fuck Ralph Angel. I hate him. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, everybody talks about how fine Kofi Sirabo is. I cannot see it because I hate every character he has ever portrayed. I don't like any characters he's ever portrayed in any movie or show. Fuck that nigga, man. I hate him. Here's what the, I'm gonna... Let me get this out the way because I keep okay. seeing... Cause I take the temperature of the audience, you know, in a in our in um certain in the insecure group, and motherfuckers are still out here saying Issa should be with Crenshaw. Only I've on, seen that too. The only qualification that they're given is because Kofi Sirabo is fine, nigga. He, he is actively trying to sabotage Issa's new company trying to sabotage her relationship with her client trying to sabotage her career openly immediately trying to do this bitch exactly yikes so so ain't no nigga that fine in the world for you for someone to be like i think they should be together they would be terrible together and he's a bitch right on the one well, thing I could like, like Lawrence and Nathan, they're they're two pretty different people. 
But the one thing I can say about both of them, they are not bitches. Right. I know. Well, some people think that about Molly because we get to the retreat. Fuck Ralph Angel. Oh, <laughs> I really like Molly this episode. Right. Oh, yeah. They, they're playing I first impressions. I rarely say that. I have to say that. I mean, yeah. They're playing first impressions of Molly and Shocker. They all hated her. Well, my first impression of Hayward was that y'all didn't really rock with me. Hmm. Accurate. <laughs> hey guys, have you ever thought about using DocuSign? <laughs> My last law firm had a milk steamer. <laughs> Bitch, you don't take yourself down to Starbucks like the rest of us. Is that that bad? Yes. <laughs> but we love you now. <laughs> well, thank you. Let's play another game. She, yeah. uh, they, but, uh, I of... thought it was funny. They were just like, but we love you now. Right, 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 right. I like that she was so cool about it because she knows that she was an asshole. She was just like... I was really that bad, huh? And they were all like, "Yes." Did Did y'all think yes. that she uh that they they fucked her and the the friend from college? Yeah. Um, uh, I wait. I, college? The, the one that was sitting next to her. Oh, the light skinned nigga. Yeah. Bj. Oh, she gave him a blowjob. No, his name is Bj. Oh, right on. Nigga. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, do you mean that, that they fucked like previously or yeah. like at the they went at college the, together? Yeah, they were together. Yeah. Because like if you if you didn't you just say no. Right. She said they didn't. Just kind of like Tori and like later in the episode like it, when she was just like did we he was just like absolutely not. Nope. He'll like do. just say it like if you if you have not had sex with somebody and somebody call and somebody like questions you about it and you didn't do it you'd be like no. Well. I mean if you real you say that but. I will want to point out before you move on to that next note, Devin. I want to uh-huh. point out um, that. Torian, my homeboy this episode, has a very nice taste in whiskey. Cause oh, BJ top, top label. BJ asks for BJ asks for Jack and he said, Torian's like, no, this is on the partners tonight. We have we have a Habiki. I love Habiki. I got a couple of bottles up there right now. We Let me tell you something right now, Juwan. Let me tell you something right now. My husband and I were watching that episode. He was drinking Habiki. My nigga. He was drinking Hibiki. It was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, he was like, oh, shit. It was great. <laughs> now, I went, I cannot imagine taking shots of Hibiki. That's not what you take shots of, you know. That's, that's a sip. That's a sipping whiskey. So this this made me think uh, of our first impressions of each other. So I want to start with the uh, superstar of the podcast. Jamel, first impressions of me and Juwan. What is happening here? She, they played first impressions with Molly. Yes, very serious. I don't even know how to niggas from the south. I don't know how to. <laughs> <end>. <laughs> like, that was your <laughs> niggas was from the south that like movies and shows. Like I, I, I still did. Okay. No, I, thought, well, I don't even really know. I don't know. Like I didn't. I mean, like, like so. In, I'll, I'll start there. Inside baseball to the listeners of the pod, we all met through a Facebook group. We had never met in person before or well you two met in person we have never met in person before we ever actually met so it was all mm-hmm. through the internets so i mean i had first impressions i was like this nigga juan likes to stand up far away from the camera and hold his belt buckle <laughs> and, and i was oh, like i remember that picture and i was like jamel is an uppity light-skinned woman who's very funny on the internet true yeah and i was like oh yeah, that was my first impressions. So uh, before I, I knew you, those were my impressions. 
Well, I, I mean, thought I both- give you the class class clown from Florida. Oh, right, right on, right on, right on. Last time from Florida. And I give Juwan, um, I don't know, like, the funny nigga from Bama. Like, I don't know. Like, I just. Morning, nigga. <laughs> yes, that's it right there. That might be my first impression. Morning, nigga. Like, I felt bad for Juwan because, listeners, as you know, he's from Alabama, born and raised. He's probably been called the N-word five oh. times a day. Fuck, I forgot to mention this in the beginning of the show. I got called a d today. Oh. oh, no. Right? Wait a minute. Was can it so you she give her right? information off the... Uh, can you give this information when we get... um When we finish recording? Because I like I have a couple of choice words for her. Right, right on, right on, right on. I'm serious. I will cuss that bitch out. <clears throat> yeah, she's a piece of shit. Uh, you you gonna have to give you gonna have to uh, spill this information. Yeah, you gonna have to come up off come up off that information because I have some choice words for her. And you know, put it in the show notes. Matter of <laughs> fact, Devin. Okay, I see. I feel like ninety percent of our listeners are Negro. Right. Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes. That. Well, this episode. I brought just... down the show. My bad. <laughs> Fuck And me. he's not gonna. I doubt very seriously he's gonna. Look, edit you should this never out. look. No, but it's Chris Tucker. It's it depends. I have to see what my stopping point go, my stopping point is gonna be. <laughs> I mean, I don't care about because I hate that I'm bitch. I'm so mad. But, right, but you know, anytime a white person shows Can their you racism, text us this bitch's information. I have a few choice words for her. I'm glad. I appreciate that. Dude, you know I can go full life. I love it. Light skinned people can be the most militant at times. You know it. Right. A thousand percent. We got more more to prove. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me move on to the show. We wake up the next morning in bed and Molly finds a watch and a hangover and possibly another body on her her list, maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Mm. maybe. But she she wants to uh, get a drink. She need she says she needs something sweet for a hangover. Is that a thing? I wouldn't. Uh, no, I don't think that's a thing. I thought she was talking about like breakfast, but okay. She was, but I thought that she was asking for something for her hangover. I think I don't know uh, if she wanted a drink that was sweet. I think she just wanted some pancakes or something. Yeah, like a, I I thought it was like a cinnamon roll or something like that. Oh, okay. I'm like, is that? I don't drink, yeah. so I'm like, is that like a hangover thing? Well, I mean, that's like what you're talking about is like the hair of the dog, the bitches. But um, yeah, no, I I really think she might have just been talking about breakfast. Oh, okay, right on. Uh, Well, she finds out that it's Molly time and that she was turning the fuck up the previous night. Molly was out here getting it in, but maybe working with Torian's watch in his hand, in her hand. (laughs) Right, right. So uh, yeah, so no sex, none. None of the sex went down, but Molly loosened up and had a time that I think that she needed to have. I mm-hmm. love that, like, when it all happened, like, she was just, she was just like, so, I found a watch nowhere near my room. But, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a cu- it By was your close, rooms. Close, close to a couple of other rooms. Is anybody missing a watch? I don't know whose it is. I just found it way away from my room. And Torian was just like, it's my own watch. And she, and she was just... First of all, can you like talk about this later? You talked about this right in from because she was just like, did we? Tori made me laugh. He was like, absolutely not. No. He's like, I would not fuck no. you. <laughs> no. Well, let's more on that, that later though. But, you're right. You're um, right. You're right. But yeah, like they brought the video out. She was twerking like because like, like the Molly time thing. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so she was very, very embarrassed about that. And it made me laugh when Torin was just like, can I have my watch back though? It was my grandfather's. <laughs> right. I, like he is so no nonsense. That like, is sentimental. Like, he is like the completely matter of fact nigga. Like, he's More just on like, that later. Yes, you were turning up. We did not have sex. I want my watch back. <laughs> so you know what? Funny. Well, let's speaking of taking stuff back, we go to Issa ex- ex- extending the brownie olive branch, and it goes horribly wrong because she didn't bring Krispy Kreme donuts. Am <laughs> I right, guys? That is the only maybe cupcakes in a pinch if there's no Krispy Kreme around you. Thoughts, please. Do they have Krispy Kreme in um in LA? That's why I said if maybe a Randy's donuts, but you gotta have you know some what? type oh, of cupcake. Let me let me let me Google that. Y'all keep talking. I'm gonna Google if they have Krispy Kreme. And if Kreme you don't have Krispy, they gotta have Krispy Kreme because that shit is crack. There is it one is. right down the street from me. Right. <laughs> we can get it on Uber Eat. <laughs> oh, right on. Right. They'll be the hot though. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, I like them. I, I like them cold too. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, forever. there is a Krispy Kreme on Crenshaw Boulevard. Oh, right, well, right next to Crenshaw's. Right. What kind of shit is this? Who wants who wants brownies? Mm. Well, I mean, is, apparently she made them. I mean, I don't know. Like she, she didn't make them. Like she didn't make them. They was they was homemade, but now they her home. Right. Oh well. And honestly, they said they they what they weren't hitting. They mm-hmm. didn't even try them. They didn't that big nigga did. He was just being an asshole. Oh, 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 you talking about the big dude? Yeah, he ate some. Oh, oh well, okay. Well, right. Are they, they, they all those brownies go to waste? Right, right, right. <laughs> Juwan, you're an uppity nigga. If you were apologizing to somebody, what would you bring? I'd probably bring them a bottle of wine or a bottle of wine if they drink. Okay, if you okay, this that just went wrong. If you were apologizing <laughs> to me, what would you bring me? I would probably I would bring you some food or something. I'd probably make you. I'd probably cook for you. Oh, right on, right on, Jamel. How would you, how would you make this right? Well, I know you, so I definitely bring Krispy Kreme. Right on, right on, of course. But if I wanted, if I really fucked up, I'd probably make an actual baked good. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm sure I, you wouldn't acknowledge that being your light skin self. First of all, step one. I, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can argue about this, but I don't think she was wrong. I didn't think she needed to apologize. Not, she definitely did not need to apologize. Well, if you look at my notes, that is the next question. So go ahead, Jamil. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's this whole thing with communi- miscommunication. Because she was just like, yeah, there were some missteps made. But I really hope that we can move forward and maybe work together again. And he just went off on her on this unbelievably bullshit tirade. Crenshaw, you're dragging my company which means you're dragging me, and that's impacting my ability to help the community. We don't want that kind of help. Why are you being so unreasonable? You came to me and you said you just needed one opportunity to go to the next level. And then I told you that I couldn't keep driving Lyft and and juggling the block. And now you're coming at me like I'm trying to sabotage you when I was trying to help us both? You remember we both went to Skies? We was vibing, talking about the culture, how we want to shift communities. And that shit was inspiring, Issa. Felt like we was in the trenches together. And we were. But that shit you did with MBW, man, that, that shit was fucked up. You ain't had my back at all. But you made them choices. So own them. On how she um, obviously has no integrity. She's a sellout. She's more worried about her bag. First of all, yes, she's worried about her bag. This is her fucking job. Secondly, you in the episode agreed to take the notes. For the show. 
but you didn't use them. So therefore, I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. It sounds like a breach of contract to me. That's all I'm saying. She and like he went and did his own thing and it went well. So what the fuck is the problem? Why are you fucking still mad? Fuck it. I hate Robin. My thing is that uh, uh, Johnny. Totally, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> totally agree fuck with you. Wrong. Totally agree. Cause like here's the thing. Christian had an agreement with Issa, had an agreement with MBW for, for something. He did his own thing. It worked out. Only thing that Issa did was just basically say, hey, the client has a couple of notes they want you to take to take these these two things out of the show. He felt like it was too much of a hit to his artistic in- integrity at the last minute. Put them in anyway. Yes, it worked out. You got what you wanted anyway. Why are you mad at you? Shouldn't you be mad at Issa for just trying to do her job? Also, you should be mad at the client. Exactly. Well, not the client, should, but you should be mad at NBW. Exactly. But I'm sure he cashed the NBW check. I'm sure he's still working. Yeah. I'm sure he's still NBW. That publicity check. off of the, all that stuff that they got for that show. NBW said. But, but, oh, but he's not worried about the bag. He worried about the culture, though. Right. NBW I, said they want to work with him some more. Who the fucking sellout? Uh-huh. You still you working with the same people that g- gave Issa the notes to gave to give you? Who's the fucking sellout? He's he's killing the messenger. He's right. killing the messenger. And this is the only problem that I have with Issa when she was talking with the other company, um, uh, with Tony the Screamer and all of them. I would have just said exactly what happened right then, like, hey, we had a misunderstanding. But it's all good now. I would have explained it to them, like you know what I'm saying, like like we had notes. He didn't want to do them. Right. That's the problem that we had. But she didn't say anything, and that's the only issue that I that's the issue that I have with Isha. She doesn't speak. Up. Then you can't just like give a half apology. Like, what are you apologizing for? One, you didn't do anything wrong, and no, it wasn't a miscommunication. You gave the notes. He didn't take them. He, and that's it. That's it. And I so I see I see what he's saying as he, her not standing up for him initially. But as you both have said, he he didn't take it anyway. So it really that makes the point mood anyway. So I can see you being upset and then you just went completely overboard. So, yeah. So with this whole trashing her over the Internet thing. So I see both sides. Hmm. Well, I mean, this is a I see both sides show. Right. So right I definitely right. understand that. At like, uh, what do you say? Own your choices. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was a big which comes up later. later but, right. 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 Yeah. More on that later. But like I, I was with him then. Because she does have to own her choices. Like, even if her cho- like her choices, my instance, like, I, I consider their, her choices, you know, to be pretty correct or pretty spot on. But, um, like, okay, like, yeah, you have notes that you wanted to give to him. He didn't take them. You can't just act like, uh, oh, but I was with you all along, well, even if you were, but you did have notes. Like, if he doesn't take them, you can't just be like, oh, well, it was just a misstep. No, it wasn't a misstep. He fucked up. And, right. like, she's trying to plan it as, like, a misstep. No, it wasn't a misstep. It wasn't a miscommunication. You told him the notes that you gave him the notes. He didn't do them. He fucked up. And you're sitting here trying to apologize for fucking brownies. You didn't do anything wrong. I'd have been like, no, nigga, stop trying to fuck up a black woman's business. You Talking know about what? you for the Great culture, point. but you're trying to... Do- Listen, you talking about you for the culture and all of that, but you're trying to tear down another black woman's business just because you think that they're selling out by giving you notes 
from the company that is bankrolling your fashion show that you, like Juwan said, cash the check. Sometimes our that's harshest critic can be our own people. Message. That's what that's how it that's comes sometimes. That is very true, Devin. You're right about that. All right. Well, let's go to uh, the barbershop scene that we all were anticipating this episode. And uh, it gets pretty real in here uh, as the Domino's nigga. What's his name, Juwan? Right, 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 right. Oh, that makes sense. Big black guy. All right. All right. So uh, he comes in. Uh, and tells Nathan to pay his his booth fee, which I was like, that's a little forward. Came in late, man. <laughs> yeah. Came in again, late. Again. Niggas were like splitting up tips and shit, like and paying like what booth booth rent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All yep. Right. Because Eric, I didn't know, is the proprietor. Yes, Eric is Eric, Eric is the owner. Oh, okay. So, okay. All right, that's, Molly. Is that the one that he sm- that smashed the? That's the that's the Chinese for good dick, nigga. Right. 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 All right. So, um, I mean, a lot of stuff was said. Some harsh things were said. What's good? Oh, we just collecting rent. You got yours? Oh, no, Nathan got mine. Say what? I said, you got it, Nathaniel, since you want to steal niggas' clients. I was trying to help your ass out so you and the shop ain't lose a customer. Hey, man, justify it any way you want, but that shit is foul. You don't touch another barber's head. That's just some shit you don't do. Okay, sure. Like... You late a lot. And you don't help with the upkeep. I fucked up your station all last week. And stop eating my damn lunches. You know I be about my meal prep. What the hell is this, a coup? Hey, look, it shouldn't be. We all need to chill and not act like we perfect. I wasn't hearing none of this until he got here. This is my shit. I bring in all the famous niggas and y'all don't even give me a thank you. Nobody is trying to comfort you, okay? We just want you to play your part. I was going to have Wu-Tang Clan come up in here next week, but not now. We always going to eat, but now I'm going to eat solo. I'm done with this conversation. Good. Such a whining ass up. What? Say that shit again and see what the fuck happens. This really who y'all want to listen to? This crazy motherfucker? The fuck you just say? Nigga, you heard me? Stop worrying about me and worry about your own bipolar ass. Y'all doing way too much. Um, Shook, I have some essential oils. How about some lavender? Fuck lavender. Get them oils to Nathaniel's soft ass. Hey, uh, should I come back? Nah, man. I wouldn't want to keep you waiting. Juwan, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, do you have any, how do I say this? Uh... Did, was Suge in his right to say anything that he said, or was he absolutely just a, not? Fuck a terrible nigga. person, right? Okay, <laughs> I didn't want to just govern like he's a terrible nigga, but he's a terrible no, nigga. Fuck that nigga. That was because, because why would you say that? First of all, you coming in late again. He's talking about you coming in talking about how well, Nathan got it, and they're gonna say Nathaniel is taking my customers, nigga. Your you wouldn't have any customers. You coming in, you have you you maybe bringing in a couple of pieces, a couple of clout because you brought James Harden in. You know, you brought somebody else famous in, talking about you don't thank me for bringing these famous people famous people in. Obviously, they're coming in because they're getting good service. They like the atmosphere. But you got the fucking big head and think that you can have the run of the shop because you got a couple of famous clients, a couple of famous clients that like to hang out. Fuck all of that. Because these niggas can easily go somewhere else. Talk about you gonna bring Wu Tang clan in next week. And I was and then first of all, this is where I was mad and this is where I got super mad because these fucking disloyal ass 
people that Nathan worked with, especially Eric old bitch ass. Man, we, oh, need okay. calm, we need to calm down, man. We ain't going to let like nobody's perfect in there. We should come. I got some aromatherapy for you. And, you know, and um, try, just try to placate to this nigga. Just uh, this yeah. fucking clout, this fucking clout chasing, trying to placate to this nigga. Nathan is the only one that's trying to stand up, for, trying to stand up. Nathan should have threw hands. And we know that Nathan can throw hands. He should have. Sw- I was surprised that he did not he swing was- on that nigga. Nathan should have threw hands. You gonna throw Do out? We know he can throw hands. Yes, I mean he is. He's light skinned. We when uh, he was that's why I'm pausing. When he was introduced to the episode, like when he first came on, uh, he was in he was in um Issa's Uber and he followed nigga that's in the, right. the back seat. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. Juwan, you yeah, out Houston, here? Houston niggas do know how to fight though. <laughs> but yeah, like and he ain't gonna throw his. And then gonna throw out like you gonna listen to this crazy nigga? You gonna listen to this? This need to worry about That's your That's where body, he took it way ass. too far, right there. That shit was way too far. I didn't like that at all. Right, he should have. He should have swung. He should have swung. You know. And then Eric. But gonna, then that what he was trying to get him to swing, probably to get him kicked out. Right. And then Eric gonna be the Eric gonna like. Oh no, back up. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna do all this. Fuck. Fuck all them. Yeah, you know? I didn't like that. The only thing. I will say is when Nathan looked surprised that he got called out, like I didn't necessarily like that because in the last thing we saw him, he was just like, I'll take the heat. Right, right, right. He came for you. I, albeit in a very, very disrespectful way. He should definitely not have said the bipolar shit. That was fucked up. But the heat came for you and you didn't really take it that well. Also, I like, like y- y'all are missing the biggest things of this this these fights. Was there food in this shit? What happened? I mean, this nigga was eating Ryan Davis's meals. I know it. And, and, and he is serious about his meal prep. All <laughs> oh, that is true. I mean, goddamn, and he gonna eat it, right? He gonna eat it while 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 or lie about while eating it. Like that's disrespectful, and he should have threw hands. I know I would have. But see, this is the thing. They keep they let this nigga because he brings in a couple of famous people to uh, get their haircut or hang out. They're trying to let him, you know, run the shop. It ain't even his fucking shop. He just works there. Right. Uh, and and as you said, uh, uh, they said that he don't clean. Uh, what's Arisha said? You don't clean up. She was cleaning up his station. He's always late. Yeah. So, I mean, I, they well, kind of tried to tell him, but they, yeah, they tried they to kind of. a little bit, but they didn't, you know. But they should have been like, nigga, we do not go there. I'll tell you right now, I am not cleaning up somebody else's workstation. I mean, well, come on, Jamel, you are light-skinned. We know that. Well. That that doesn't even yeah. need to be said. That's like saying Juwan's going to get top-shelf alcohol. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Well. Right yeah. on. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a piece of shit. So, uh, let's go on to Molly. Being a terrible uh, partner at this presentation, although it's understood why, because yeah. her te- her phone is going off and her brother is texting her. I was so her. nervous. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, could you? I didn't even I didn't even look to see what the texts were saying, but they didn't yeah. say anything. She had no text, and she had her little thing where you you can't see the preview turned off. I've I've always said how iPhones work. If um, you don't have preview on, you're you're sneaky. That means you've got something to hide. You just don't want people seeing your stuff when you're or you or or you're sneaky. Well, I, <laughs> mm, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Like I feel like I might would have excused myself. 
Like, well, I'm sorry, I really have to take it. It was an awkward situation because they were just, they were just, because they were just getting started. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it, I get it. Well, but, she shouldn't have, like, she shouldn't have been working talk- on this project anyway. That's what I was just about to say. We talked about mm-hmm. this last week. She should have not been there, man. Like, like, cause you have, like, this is your mom, bro. Like, like, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, Torian pulled it through with his no face facial hair having it. Right, but he says, hey, uh, I had to carry this whole thing. You sucked. What's going on? And Molly yeah. fi- finally does it, and she opens up about her mom being having the stroke, and he says about his mom having cancer, was it? I think his uh, brother. His brother his had brother. Oh, brother. Okay. They bonded, and mm-hmm. they connect. I'm not used to outshining you so hard. Honestly? It's my mom. She had a stroke. Oh, fuck me. I'm sorry. How's she doing? Uh, stable, but she still hasn't woken up. You, you had this going on the entire time? Yeah. I know. I'm in... I'm an idiot for trying to do everything. No, no, I, I get it. You remember last year in the new co-case? Yeah. Well, my older brother was going through cancer treatments, and I was a wreck. Are you serious? I, wow, I didn't even notice. You still managed to keep it all together and still be rude as shit, like always. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Work can't matter more than real life. We're on the same team. If you ever need anything. I appreciate that. Really, thank you. Weirdly, it actually feels good to be talking about this. (laughs) We never get personal, huh? Not at all. (laughs) I didn't even know you had a family. (laughs) What did you think I had? A cat. No, I have a dog. Flavor Flav. Hmm. Like, after the rapper. No, I know who that is, yeah. And they actually talked for... I liked for, this scene. Right. I right. This is my favorite, actually my favorite part of the episode. I thought this was great. I mean, yeah, right. I thought this was great because, like, she, he, he was just like, I didn't know you had a life outside of work. And he was just like, what did you think? He's like, I thought you had a cat. Like, <laughs> not not a life, like a family outside of work. He's like, what did you think? I thought you had a cat. He was just like, I had a dog. What made me laugh. And when she was like, yeah, the dog's name Flavor Flav, you know, after he's like, oh, no, I know who Flavor Flav is. Because you know that nigga looked like the type of nigga who didn't know who Flavor Flav was. Okay? A thousand percent. That okay, was I'm going to tell you right now. I, like, and they said that he went to Morehouse. Bruh, listen, I have goo gobs of experience because I went to the AUC, too. I went to Spelman. I have goo gobs of experience with Morehouse niggas. That's a valid point. Okay. No, no, I know who I know. I know who Flavor is. That's what was was your was your college time around the time of Flavor of Love, Jamel, or no? Was that was was that not your college time? That that was that a big thing in uh, the A. Was that a big? I might have had a Flavor Flav party at my house. I Flavor of Love. Did you watch Flavor of Love? I watched both seasons of Flavor of Love and and I live in New York. Okay, good. So Uh, your question. Best woman from that show. Glad you said that. Delicious. Nigga. Really? It's not hoops, nigga. It's not. Right. You wasn't a hoops fan? Hoops? I I didn't like the contacts. 
Oh my God. Hoops, hoops, man. God. What was the name of the chick that shit on the fucking floor? The white? Was it the white girl? Was that pumpkin? I, I, I think it no, it was it was season two, but somebody took a shit on the floor. Oh, I remember, but I don't remember who it was. You know what I'm talking about? And everybody was like, "What the fuck is that smell?" And then they were just like, "Why is there shit on the floor, bruh?" That was what's her name season, right? Your girl, what did you say? Delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, now, no, that she won season. Yes, that was season two. Yeah. Right, because wait, Hoops won for season one, right? Hoops was season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was an Asian one. I think it was like Cha Cha or something. She was bad too. Actually, she might have been on Chance and uh, uh, the other little niggas' uh, show. No, I didn't watch that. I did. You didn't watch that, Jamel? What? Which one? The niggas that came from I Love New York, Chance and and uh, the brother. No, I, I, I Chab, Chab, Well, I think the real, real. I think his name was real. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I love, yeah. I loved yeah, all no, those VH1 shows. That when them niggas die. Oh my God! Did they? Yeah, oh, nigga. But I will say, white people ruined it with that uh, Brett Michael shit. Why do white people ruin everything? Appropriation. Well, right. Yeah. Let's move on. So no. Let's move on. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to say. I want to say about this conversation that they have. I. Uh, I've said, listeners, you remember I said last week, and I kind of retracted a little, little bit that I was tired of seeing, um, Molly fuck. Uh, even though I predicted that she was going, that something was going to happen between her and Tori, and I did not expect a true conversation between them. And I actually found this it quite enjoyable. I found it quite endearing that she had a genuine, because we rarely see Molly having genuine conversations with with men uh, that she's uh, that she's attached to in some form or fashion, where it does not end in sex. That this was a beyond surface level conversation, even when it was she was with Andrew last season you know they had the little cute cute moments but it was it was still kind of like surface level conversations it wasn't anything too deep and then we'll just see them fuck so it was so it was just nice to see her actually having a having a true genuine connection with someone that did not end uh, any sex yeah i'm with that i agree with that well yeah yeah. it it was refreshing it could be a setup but uh let's go to these churros and condolences because those churros looked amazing. Uh, Jamel, quick thoughts on what Charlie. happened. Charlie! Right? <laughs> Charlie! Ooh, I need you to sit here and while I go rob this fucking liquor store. So, and I'm going to give you a churro when I get, but don't eat these churros until I get back. Charlie! <laughs> Fuck Ralph Angel! Oh my god. Oh Oh my god. I was like, I saw churros. I was like, I can't wait to talk about it in the show. So, uh, condolences tells Issa she ain't shit. (gasps) Why the fuck you're hungry when I'm hungry? Wow. Looks like we have the same taste. Are you following me? No. I just wanted to thank you. Thank me? For what? For giving up. You handed Lawrence back to me on a silver platter. He moved back here for me. So thank you for the choice that you made. We're doing great. Well, I'm happy for you. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, (laughs) this? Yeah, we're engaged. Oh, and it's not the mall ring he bought you. It's bigger. You know Lawrence has a new job where he makes a billion dollars a month. Dick grew two inches too. (laughs) 
So you know the long stroke you like? Yeah. Longer. But you got here after me. Well, that's just the way it goes. Winners go first. Winners go first. Oh, and uh, one more thing. What? Own your choices. <laughs> she ain't never gonna be shit. And Lawrence likes to long stroke her. Uh, Jamel, thoughts on this whole scene? Not only I just the long stroke. I thought it was hilarious. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You know, at first when she was just like, oh, wow, we like the same food. Oh, we're getting married. Oh, his dick too, grew two inches. Oh, he makes a billion dollars a month now. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> this is hilarious. I was fall And when, then she, like, yeeted Issa into, like, a trash <laughs> bag. So I was like, Jesus. And then at the very end, she said, own your choices. Your choices. And I feel like that was because, you know, Message. she was obviously thinking about Lawrence. Right. She's obviously thinking about Lawrence and all of this. And... Like, her subconscious is just like, no, you decided to break up with him, which, that's fine. That's your right to do. Um, you're in a new relationship. Also fine. Your right to do that, too. Maybe you should stop thinking, guessing it. Own your choices. That's going right. to come up again. So we'll get there. Juwan, did you have any thoughts on this uh, wonderful scene? I, it, was, it, was, it was hilarious. At first, I thought it was gonna be real. I thought it was actually the real scene <laughs> at first, like before right, right. Mm -hmm. before Condola started talking, you know all that crazy shit. I thought it was real, but it was amazing <laughs> uh, when she like when she uh, just like yeeted her across <laughs> into the garbage. That was that was crazy. But again, like Issa is like, but basically this was just a uh, episode of Issa just kind of like reflecting and thinking about did she make these did she make mistakes. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. with how she was dealing with her relationships, how she's dealing with her career. And so I think this is just her her uh, subconscious is like making her doubt herself and yeah. the choices that she's making. Yeah, I mean, y'all like, said because if no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, y'all said everything I was gonna say. If that whole situation did happen, and were engaged, and can and he got like an incredibly high paying. And I don't know. He started using fucking extends or something. Did, did grow two <laughs> inches bigger. She would have to own that because she did decide to break up with him. I'm not saying that was the wrong decision for her to make. I'm just saying she decided to break up with him. So whatever happens is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like they do decide to engage and you know. Know, to make it work for the baby and all that stuff. What if she does? What if Lawrence does get this incredibly high paying job? His dick does grow, you know, bigger. We don't know. As, we'll as you've noticed, Jamel has mentioned his dick several times, as I have noted that she is <laughs> oh, a size God. queen on this podcast. And she is an emphasis on the long stroke. Just wanted to point that out. Also, she kissed a white man once. Marcus, I was said, Marcus said, I've actually kissed several, but. <laughs> Oh. oh no! <laughs> I have a private meeting. I'm disgusted. I'm, di I'm disgusted. Juwan, Juwan, I can't podcast anymore. So you finish out my notes because Jamel just ruined the entire show. Oh, oh my god! I don't know what to tell you? I've played. I've played spin the bottle. Golly, you kiss multiple white men, <laughs> and you have fucked multiple. 
We're not talking about me. Yes, we are. This is not about me. This is about how white about we men. Just about, how about we should just go back on the show then? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So Molly gets good news. Her mom wakes up. With white man. Thank God. Are we in the show? We would oh, in Jesus the show. Christ. A thousand percent. <gasps> so, so Molly gets some great news. From that her mom is awake. Uh, Richie Loco calls her, and she's waving, and this warmed my heart so I, much. I teared up a little bit. I it was, really, was I, I know, man. When she it was, was like, so good. Hi, mommy. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so glad you said that, Juwan, because there's this thing about at least with me, and I don't know if this is just a me thing, but like when you're vulnerable with like. I know uh, being an only child, at least me and my mom are very close. So, like, my mom always says, I call, I, have you said, I've said on the show, I call her Darlene all the time. But, like, if something's serious or, like, uh, I'm sick or something, I do go to the mommy thing. And I feel like that was, like, a guttural response when mommy Absolutely. said mommy. And I, I definitely Absolutely. felt that. That was uh, a great thing. That scene was played perfectly. Because you could just see relief just wash over her right like relief completely wash, and with and which anybody who has a very good relationship because i too am an only child and i talk to my mother every day mm-hmm. like like my mom had a cold and i was panicking before you know like mm-hmm. like no nah, man like yeah like her reaction and then she just like started like praying for a little bit that would have been me that'd right been me. right it was mm-hmm. it was such a great scene, and on top of it, yeah, uh, what's the what's the nigga's name, Juan? Dorian. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, he comes he with with a swag bag, and Molly gets a swag mug bag. on top of right a mug on top of it, and they have so many uses. Juan or Juan, Jamel, what are some of the uses for a, a mug? Well, you can drink, you can put it in a cup. My mom has a mom has a mug. My mom has a mug. <laughs> right, right. My mom has a mug. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? Like, but, but, well, it was like, because they, they yeah, because they because they hugged and they kind of had that little that little look like oh we we might we like, probably well, could kiss. smell good. Mm-hmm. Why didn't none of us see that? I don't know about y'all. That went right under my nose, what? unnoticed for a very long. Like her possibly getting with Torian. I can't believe because. It, I can't believe you missed that because it was just like, you know, they had the little, you know, that little romantic comedy exchange where they kind of almost kiss. And no, I, no, no, no. I'm talking about like from like when he first entered oh. like in season two or season three, like he has been right under our noses as the perfect nigga for Molly all along. Oh, and okay. I don't know I if I ever, see it. I don't know if I ever mentioned it on the podcast, but I know I definitely mentioned it online. Uh, during this, during um season four, when they were getting alone, I was like, I always had the thought like, he is like the perfect dude for her, and I was wondering did he did they ever say that he was married? And I don't think they ever did. Um, nope. but yeah. obviously not. Hope well, we we'll hopefully not because this 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 this, this um this show likes to throw us for a loop. But there was never any showing of any wedding ring or any mention of a wife. But he could be the kind of nigga that just doesn't wear his wedding ring to work, and he has a secret wife. You know that he doesn't like. I don't like to show my wife on social media or around my friends and everything. But we love each other. Mm. Perfect sense. Like 
very, you know, educated, very good job. He's a guy, even though he doesn't have facial hair. You know, maybe that's why I didn't notice him. You can't trust a nigga that don't have facial hair. Him. You cannot trust him. Let's go to... you know, I don't know, man. All right, well, let's let's go to the last uh, part of the episode. And uh, Issa has picked up the food now. She finally got hers after Condola uh, arrived later and got hers first, right? Uh, she gets home, and Nathan's like, dang, I didn't even realize I was hungry So you got here. I'm like, nigga, what kind of nigga is you? That's depression. <laughs> I'm like, that's I, depression. Always, I, don't know I always know when I'm hungry. That food didn't necessarily look that good. Was it chicken strips? I didn't. I was like, what the fuck are they eating? It was tacos. It was red. That's what I was like. Are those buffalo chicken strips? I didn't know what the oh, fuck it was. Oh, those tacos that they bonded over. Like, oh, okay. Like when they first met, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Juwan said tacos, so I'm going to go with that. I was like, are those okay, buffalo? Okay, yeah. Let's, let's yeah, I thought it was like that. buffalo chicken or something. Yeah, they had churros. They had churros like on the wall, so it might have been like a Mexican spot. All right, right. I love churros. Uh, so uh, Issa did say that she. <laughs> she saw. Was it a white woman or a white man walking the coyote? It was a white person. I don't think they. Some a white person doing what they do, trying to domesticate wild animals. That's mm-hmm. some that's some wild shit. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. get to the meat and potatoes of the. The dinner conversation, shall we? How you doing? I don't know. I might be done with that barbershop. Done? What you mean done? I can't trust none of them people. It's always just too much drama. I don't know if sticking around for all this is worth it, you know? Just maybe me and LA just ain't the right fit. Okay. So that's what it is. What? I told you I loved you. and We didn't even discuss it. Were you just never going to acknowledge that? Are you serious right now? You always trying to call me out for something. Because you're always avoiding something. I mean, you said that you might leave L.A. and I'm not supposed to have a reaction to that. Oh, all right. So now it's all about you? You're not even going to ask me what I'm going through? I am. It's just... It feels like I made a choice to commit to this, and it sounds like you're not. This is dumb. You know how I feel about you. Then why are you being so defensive? Because you telling me that I'm not committed. You the one that's been all inconsistent. What does that mean? It means you crying in my mouth one minute, then telling me that you want me the next minute. Then you want to take things slow. Now you're telling me you love me. What do you want from me? You all over the place. You know what? Let's just drop it. Uh, mm-hmm. Issa, Issa says, I told you that I loved you, and you're never going to address this? Because, oh, I'm sorry. So Nathan tells her about what's going on at the shop and that this L.A. shit yeah. might not be for him. And Issa's like, nigga, really? That's what we going on with? Like, you just going to leave after I said I love you? And he's like, you making this about you right now when I'm telling you my shit? And she's like, well, I've been waiting for you to say I love you. Did you not see how I was horribly fucking you earlier in this episode? 
and he was like, <laughs> and, and he says, I forgot all about that, just like the rest of us tried to. Uh, you're wildly inconsistent, Issa. And she's like, I'm committed. Are you? So let's go with you, Juwan. What were your thoughts on this whole scene? This is, I believe Nathan is having a miniature episode. I think that he is, that comment by um uh, by old dude in the shop kind of got, got to him. It triggered him. Um, him saying that he didn't know he was hungry until Issa got there. Uh, I feel like that he probably is showing, a, he's probably kind of like, inverting into himself a little bit also with the fact that him saying that this that he had this one argument or disagreement at the barbershop which really boils down to maybe it's not going to really be a big deal but it's it bothered him enough to say that hey i feel like i gotta leave again and go back to houston this la shit might not be for me um i do not think that this is a relationship that first of all it should never been started and it's definitely based on this not going to last. I don't think they're going to be. I, I think next, next episode, Nathan is done. You, you think that nigga is out of here? I think. I don't know about out of here, but I think him and Issa are done. I mean, that was a horribly awkward situation. Uh, your thoughts, yeah. Jamel? Uh, wow. I guess this stunning turn of events, I'm going to have to. Uh, be in Nathan's corner real quick because, like, team light skin, gun. Okay, all right. No, okay, honestly, because he starts off and he's talking about, yeah, I had a bad day at work too. Because, you know, she said she had a bad day at work. She didn't want to talk about it. He asked about, she asked about his. And, you know, he's just like, yeah, some shit's going down at the bar. I don't think that's a good fit. Um, maybe LA is not a good fit because, you know, the shit that happened at the barbershop. And she was just like, oh, so you finna leave? Like, so we're not serious. Point right there. I would have been like, what happened? You know, mm. that's where she should have asked that instead of immediately jumping to the conclusion that it was about her. I will give, uh, I mean, that's I, like, I've, I've been very vocal about how Issa needs to communicate better. Um, the nigga just went off because like, when he was just like, this is a fucking stupid conversation. Like, we, you know, we're fucking one minute. I left. That was my bad. I ghosted you. I came back. I'm in the friend zone. Okay. I'm cool with that. You call me over to spend the night. Okay. I never wanted to be your friend, so I'm here now. You start to cry in my mouth. Okay. Then that happens. Now you don't want to be just friends. Okay. Cool with that. Then you say, let's take it slow. All right. I'm fine with that. Then you tell me you love me. What the fuck am I supposed to think? He was right. She is all over the place. I mean, like, what is she supposed to, what is he supposed to glean from that? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I wouldn't, like, but to to his point, or at least to her point, like, they should have had a conversation about what she said. No one ever has a conversation on the show. The only conversation that ever occurred on this show that was genuine was Tori about Right. I yeah. will say... I will say uh, I disagree um, with with her being all over the place because they had all those conversations because as as I've been I've been not on Team Nathan uh, this whole time how he treated her uh, they were friends so he knew uh, she tried to because he wasn't a good friend he doesn't know why she cried that night because he he just up and left so he never she never got a chance to say it 
And now that they're in this relationship, she knows where he should know where her head is because she just told him. And she told him last episode that she loves him. So he should know very well where she is. He's just not seeing it. And I might feed into what Juwan said that maybe he has a lot of stuff going on. But uh, Issa is not all over the place. And I disagree with it, with with everything that he said. But she should have been more receptive to what he said about uh, his day and all that and making it about her, though. I will say that. But as far as her being all over the place, she's not, nigga. You are. Look at her. Oh, Issa. Oh, oh. Issa. Is definitely all over the place, as as, as uh, Jamel eloquently explained. Issa is also a terrible communicator. She doesn't necessarily she uh, she runs away from confrontation. Even in this episode, she didn't want to like push it. Like let's just drop it. They're never gonna probably talk about this again. Or it, if it comes up, it's gonna come up at another awkward moment uh, just, where the, the I love you thing. Like, it just drops. Right. It, like it's probably going to come up at another awkward moment or or when he's or if if and when he leaves, leaves again. But I have to I, I, I think Issa is just Issa is just a is just as terrible as far as like her how her communication practices. Even since season one. Even since season one, like where we, niggas was arguing about who was right or who was wrong with Issa and Lawrence situation, Issa had the option to leave Lawrence. Never did it. Never confronted it. Lawrence was totally right. Niggas I, just wanted to eat his cereal. Okay, <laughs> girl. I mean, okay, girl. But again, it's just how it's just how this character is. She's not. She doesn't really face this thing head on until she's really confronted with it. And I don't think I don't think oh, at this time she's really she's really faced a perfect point. She's not she has to own the choice of her getting into a relationship with a man who ha, who has a, a a mental health condition even though that does not disqualify him from love, but she has to be able to understand own the choice of getting with this man that has the propensity to up and leave. At any given yeah, their journey is gonna be when, different when things hurt him, and I don't think that she's emotionally mature. Well, I'm not gonna say she's not mature, mature, but I don't think she's emotionally ready to deal with that choice. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm with you on. I'm, that. I'm, 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 uh, I'm Team Issa. I don't know. I, I can't be. I can't. I can't see the, the brown skin. It's the brown skin I, with the braids and the uh, and the yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. I mean. She did horribly fuck that nigga this episode, so I mean, if I will say anything, that, so that's bad. a that's a negative on her side. D. I never called her again. I don't know. I was really spelling that in my head, like what is? I was like, what is that spell? So is that is that stress dick? Lord Jamil, edit that out. Is that, that was a bad joke. I know that was a really bad joke. You can. No, I was just talking about that. your your enthusiasm over the D. You are a well, size queen. Oh come on. All right. But so, no, uh, I know this is the point that I just have one more point. I'm so sorry to cut you off, Devin. Are you? Um, it's kind of a. I am. I don't like to interrupt. <laughs> but the thing Your that I do, okay. I think that kind of like annoys me a little bit this isn't just insecure this is most tvs and shows and, and movies i should say they act like long distance 
is like a death sentence for a relationship. You know, I don't know. Maybe because um, I, like my husband and I, when we were just dating, we started off long distance. And we spent, I'd say maybe three or four years of the beginning of our relationship long distance. Like we lived like hundreds of miles. Like I had to fly to see, we had to fly to each other to see each other for years. So, I mean, it can work. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. And this happened with her. Well, I mean, she was a little bit more respective with Lawrence. But, like, and that's also probably telling why she was more receptive to having a long-distance relationship with Lawrence. But it didn't seem like she was having, that she was very receptive to having a long-distance long distance relationship i can't talk with uh nathan i don't know i'm just putting that out there well you know like my my um my wife and i also when we first started dating we were alone we were um a couple of hundred miles away from each other as well um you know and and visiting each other uh so it can work i just don't think with the nature of this particular show and how these characters are portrayed i think i think the isa had Lawrence and Issa stayed together in the relationship, I think they would have been, they would have, she would have been fine with long distance. I don't think that she is that, I don't think that she wants to be in a long distance relationship with Nathan. And, you know, that's my and, point. That's right. my point. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's just a difference of the personalities and the, and what those two men represent in her life, you know, and what she's mm-hmm. want to, and what she wants to put up with, you know. And she has no, and on top of that, like like you know, you agree she has no history with Nathan to even have her want to even do that, you know. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, great. Well said for the both of you. Uh, let's get into feedback from our Jewish friend Marcus. All right, so our first bit of feedback comes from friend of the show, Marcus. Our Jewish hey, brethren. Oh, my God. Just because he's a lawyer? A thousand percent. Oh, gosh. I hope he's wearing a yarmulke right now. Oh, Jesus. You know he's Happy black, Hanukkah, right? bro. I always said black? I wanted to be a black Jew. Is it Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, you black? You or a Jewish black? Yes, it's Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. we out here. We out that here, Jamel. Deep cut, Devin. That was a deep cut. Think, All right. He says, "What's up, Edit That Out fam? Please leave <laughs> this in." Right I'm, on, my nigga. I'm sure you have thoroughly argued the very arguable points in the matter of Issa versus Nathan. So I'm not even gonna engage that. I'm gonna focus on predictions. Right on, Marcus. Let's go. Nathan was always gonna get flaky eventually. He flaked on Issa when he disappeared, and he flaked on his cousin. Now, all people suffering from bipolarism just ghost when they are triggered. But we know that Nathan does. And you deal with bipolarism your whole life. Push back a little bit, Marcus. He dealt with, he had it, but he didn't know he had it until last year. So I think he didn't know how to deal with it. You know, and he thought that he, I think it was just, he thought what his behavior was was normal. But I, I get I get what Marcus is saying here. I agree with him completely. That's my yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's answer. Okay, <laughs> except for his, except, except for his <laughs> we respect that. So he was always going to get triggered eventually. The question is always whether or not the person has the tools and support structure to work through their issues when the triggers come. Welp, 
Issa's his support structure, and she did not respond by helping him through his issues. We'll see if he's growing if he's grown at all and can figure it out on his own. But chances are, nah. Issa was always going to react negatively to Nathan when he got flaky. We all saw that when Lawrence was depressed, Issa had her her little eye for eye incident with Daniel. Right on. She needs constant reassurance, and that does not work well when your reassurer is dealing with his own shit. Crenshaw mm. is the one that verbally pummeled, pummeled her the day she cried salt water directly into Nathan's mouth during pre-foreplay. <laughs> so given how badly her Olive Brownie overture to Crenshaw went, they were destined to have a misunderstanding. She's way too insecure, trademark, to deal with the complete non-response to saying, I love you. This shit was as predestined as the Cowboys collapsing when the holidays roll around. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Sorry, Melly. Fuck you. (laughs) I will say that might, in this short term of this podcast, that might be the best feedback we have ever gotten. I am so mad. That I must say, bravo, my Jewish brethren. Right now. Let me see if I'm so I'm so angry. I mean, the Cowboys are who we thought they were. Chill, <laughs> nigga, chill. I'm just saying. I know he ain't talking like the Saints didn't lose horribly. <laughs> he's a Saint. He's an Saints fan. Lost. Yes, oh. he is. He's from, he's from Louisiana, and the Saints lost. The same day that the Cowboys lost. So fuck you, Marcus. <laughs> wow. Mm. Marcus continues. Lost the Bills. <laughs> oh God, the Bills. And the Jaguars uh, beat the Marcus. Bills. Just want to just want to point that out. Right now. Mm-hmm. This should open the door for Lawrence to have another chance with Issa. But don't get ahead of yourself, Lawrence Hive. He's likely gonna fuck it up anyway. Number oh one. nigga, I spoke too soon. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> Number one, he always does. Number two, the show is called Insecure, not Growth. And number three, this is HBO, not ABC. If you're looking for a happy ending, you'll come to the wrong place. Shout out, shout out to God shining on Molly by blessing her with a Morehouse man. Did they're gonna say it? They're gonna struggle because they're both hard-headed. But when the impossible is required, you send in a Morehouse man. Happy party. Did I say it? Thank that you, was Rick. great feedback until the Lawrence Hive. Thank uh, you. It was great feedback until the Cowboys shit. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, Marcus. You, thank you, Marcus. You we'll very see verbose. About thanking Marcus. He's a very verbose dude, and as a very verbose, and verbose lawyer, myself. what do you expect? <laughs> yes. He's a lawyer. And and he's our favorite. And Jew. he's a Morehouse man. And our favorite Jew, Jamel. Oh my God. Oh God, he's Torian without with he's Torian with facial hair. Facial hair. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually like Marcus. He's one of my really good friends. Do you? No, you I do. We talk, we talk all the time. That's a good buddy of mine. Oh, he must be. You respond to his text messages? Oh my God, Marcus, you are a lucky man. Oh, you got a question, Devin? Oh no, I, I was gonna say, uh, did we have more feedback, possibly from one yes. of the booths? Uh, I, I don't, not for any of your boots, but um. Okay, right on. So, well, we do have some feedback from uh from also friend of the show Sora Salsa. Thank you, Miss Salsa, for writing in again. We appreciate okay, you. Okay, uh, boo. Hey, boo. Sora Salsa. So she says, 
says, hey, y'all, great discussion on episode five. Love the relationship and marriage story, marriage stories. Thank you. So she's one of the ones that likes, likes us to talk about our little has our little sides that we have. So we'll keep it in for Aww. you, Miss Also. All so, right. We won't edit that out. Fun fact about this episode, that Adidas sweatshirt Issa borrowed slash stole from Molly was the same one that Molly wore in season three when Andrew brought her jacket back that she lost at Coachella. Coachella. Love the show. Cool. I did not get that. Good. We got some attentive people watching this show. Mm. I definitely remember that that, that outfit. Mm. I did not. Y'all out here. All right. Thank you, Miss Salsa, for writing in. Please continue to do so. Right. Please. And our next thank bit you. Of, and our next bit of feedback comes from a um, new listener, and her name is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hey, boo. And David, Amy is some kind of brown. I love that. Okay, so Amy says so. In episode five, Issa's tiny glimpse into Laura's and Condola's life gave her the impression that they were the perfect little family, which then led her to practically um, prying on an "I love you" out of Nathan for confirmation that she made the right choice. Also led to Condola living free, uh, rent free in her head, roundhouse kicks and all. <laughs> episode six. <laughs> Uh, entire okay really gave us a glimpse into how, how easy it is to convince ourselves that, that we're somehow missing out even after the tiny glimpse into someone's life. From Issa's point of view, that should be her, right? Before cheating, she had to put in a lot of time with Lawrence and his potential in his potential phase, yet another woman is getting to see the fruits of that labor. But allowing that type of thinking to be the driving force behind her getting Lawrence back would be a mistake. Condola will forever be living in her head as the one who had his baby first, was worth moving back for, and ultimately grew up for. I can see that real, I can see it getting real messy. I feel like uh, Issa will end up alone at the end of the season. And then she edited it to add, Issa being alone wouldn't, uh, would be healthy. It wouldn't be a bad thing at all. And she also says that Lawrence is not doing any of this growing for Condola. We know we know that, but Issa's insecurities won't allow her to see that. So Condola will always be worthy, worthier. I love discussing this with y'all. Thank you. Thanks, uh, but Thank you we definitely want Lawrence and Issa together. Okay. Do we? A thousand percent. No. I, uh, think. I could take it or leave it. You guys are haters. Look, can you really take the, the thoughts from Jamel, who kissed a white man, and Jawan, oh, who can, continues to support this light-skinned uh, Nathan guy? I can't take trust with any one of you say. That's what okay. I have to say. Okay. Well, I agree with Amy that I think that this ultimately will end with Issa being by herself. Not that that's going to be a bad thing, but I feel like... Nigga, you still- also think uh, Kelly's dead. Kelly's a ghost. That is oh, awful. my God. <laughs> Kelly, you in danger, girl, and it's from Juan. <laughs> Clearly. Thank-, thank you again, Amy, for writing, it, uh, for writing it in. We appreciate you listening, um, and enjoy your commute. Have a safe commute. Have a safe commute, Amy. Look at you, you Jamel being all light-skinned. I want to know what the <laughs> What the uh, inside joke is? I don't know the inside joke. I'm just wishing her a safe commute. Oh, right on. All right, go ahead. No, do we have a for? Well, Jamel doesn't like to do predictions. 
Nah, I I I don't know. Yeah. I didn't watch I didn't watch the uh uh previews for next week, so I don't I I mean I just need to see uh Lawrence and Molly actually interact because that's mm. not enough for me. So right. yeah, what, I don't what? remember the previews. It was just kind of cryptic. It was just one of those um girl. It it just seemed like a gr- like the girls are hanging out next episode. Oh okay, mm-hmm. it's what mm-hmm. it looks is what it looks like. So it's kind of hard to tell like what possibly could happen. There was a Lawrence there was a Lawrence sighting, Devin, but who okay. knows whether or not that's gonna be a real Lawrence sighting or in or East. Do we okay? Hey. I do have a question. Do we yes. think that they're gonna have a conversation? Before? They have to have a conversation before. East they have Lawrence? to. They yeah. have. Right. There's still some unfinished. There's still a little bit of unfinished business there. Okay. All right. A lot of love Right. Mm. Plus, you gotta pay that nigga back that gas money. Up. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. Goodbye. They didn't, didn't want f- to break up. It was just a very, very hor—not uh, horrible, but just very unusual circumstance and it, yeah, messy that yeah i was trying to yeah yeah man like i wouldn't want to be that in that situation either i i get it mm-hmm. well all i right. had a break baby <laughs> yeah well kind of no no i had a break baby mm-hmm. well thank you thank you for listening uh yes. folks and if you would like to leave us feedback for our next um, batch of episodes, then you can do so by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. Again, that is etopod at gmail.com. Please also utilize our voicemail line. We need to get some voicemails in from y'all. You can do so uh, as well by doing that at um, area code 205-304-1655. Again, 205-304-1655. You can also follow us on Twitter at EditThatOut1. And you can also um, follow follow our Facebook page. So you can search for um, Facebook at, um, for Edit That Out. And you will see Edit That Out with um, Jamel, Devin, and Jawan. You can follow our Facebook page there. Yeah, where the fuck is Mariano and Jess? You're dead to me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Oh, also, uh, we want to hear your quiet storm voices just like Juwan's. <laughs> yep. So leave us a voicemail for that. Right, um, right. Jamel, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Jamel Mybell. Uh, uh, spell that, please. You're contractually really obligated. You you're contractually, contractually ob- obligated. <laughs> it's part of the show. All right. That is J-A-M-E-L-L-E-M-Y-B-E-L-L-E. If you're interested in finding me on Snapchat, TikTok, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, don't. All right. She wouldn't respond to you anyway. She'd never respond. I wouldn't. Unless unless you're uh, a black Jew. (laughs) Jesus. Devin, where can they find you? He was a black Jew. Right, Juwan. You got it. (laughs) Shalom. She would respond to Jesus. He is on the main line, I hear. Happy Hanukkah. Right. Uh, you can find me hopefully celebrating Hanukkah. Let me in. I want, I want, they get seven or eight gifts. I don't know. Eight? I think it's eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. Right. Eight. I don't know Hanukkah, but I, I love, what is it? Yarmulkes and dreidels? I love a gahala. I don't, I don't know what that is. Y'all are about to just dig yourselves into such a big hole. <laughs> I had I, I always wanted a bar mitzvah. Edit this out. What? Out. Look, I'm Ooh, a the black fir- man. The first time it, you fuck a white woman, it has to be celebrated. Look, I am a black man and I oh eat watermelon. Oh my god. 
And I will also have a, I will also have herring and a knish, Jamel. I am just gonna tell you where to find Devin. It's Devin Lamar you, with <laughs> Jamel. Do you like the filter fish? Is, isn't that Jew, isn't that Jewish too? And and you can also find Javon <laughs> <laughs> on the quiet. Show. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I love this show. Chef JTD Cooks. I think that's what it is. What is it on? Is that is that it? Is it JTD Cooks? Chef. Chef JTD. Chef JTD. Yeah, that's it. Chef JTD. Cooking video. <laughs> it also works for a couple of other platforms. I don't know. I know it's the Quiet Storm. <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. She broke Fuck me. Oh, my God. Oh, That's where oh. you can find us all, okay? Oh, I'm, got, I'm having stomach cramps. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Oh, okay. I don't need, right. I don't need to say anything. Time. Right. Peace. Bye. Well. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Oh my God, that was hilarious. All right, y'all. Peace. Good night, y'all. Bye. 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 This is my man Casper. I brought him to get a cut. Let's go, Cas. Cas, who you working with, baby? What kind of haircut do you want? Justin Bieber fade, two in the bottom form. That means he's a white boy that wants to look like a nigga. <laughs> you make me sorry. That means he listens to the song. Sir, do you know where I could acquire the company of some ethnic women? He want to get some BBW. Ah, you want the booty. Could I get one of those doohickeys? He wants you to throw a part in that bitch. I got you, my nigga. I got you. You've been accepted in the black community. <laughs> All right. There you go. Peep that shit out. This is a type, my nigga. Oh! Can't say that. We're supposed to kick your ass. Oh.